ECW live cast this week is ECW hardcore TV episodes 92 and 93 from January 24th and 31st of 1995 I'm Mike Prue along with JV JV how you doing doing well man we're like getting back in the groove of things here yeah we're picking up 1995 Raven just made his debut we're on a roll here we're getting back to our routine every two weeks <laughs> sorry guys but yeah you know, we had a little bump in the road, but hey, fucking 1994 into 1995, you know, that wasn't that great of a time either. <laughs> so, we're trying to replicate that here. A little bump in the road. So, yeah. Raven's in here, man. Fucking good shit. And I'm looking forward to seeing more in that character building. And there's some pretty damn good shit going on in these two episodes because this. Or, or I don't know if good, but interesting, rather. Interesting is probably a better word than good. Because they're making their first trip south in ECW. They're going to Florida. They're out of the ECW arena. They need to test a new audience. And they don't have a large audience fan base yet at this point. It's only 1995. It's January of 95. We went through 93, 94. 94, that's where they're starting to get some recognition in PWI and in the dirt sheets and the Wrestling Observer. And Paulie, at this point, is saying, let's go fucking south. They're going to go to Florida. They're going to go to Fort Lauderdale and Orlando. So the episodes we're going to watch are taped from those shows. January 14th, 1995 in Fort Lauderdale. January 16th in Orlando. So that that's pretty interesting. This is different. So this is going to look different if you're watching along. This is going to look different to JV and I just watching. Because the format's going to be different. Because it's fucking taped down in Florida. Rather than in Philadelphia. And then in Paulie's basement. Where I'm sure some of it's going to still take place in. Paulie's basement. <laughs> so that's what we have coming up. But before we get into that. Check us out on Twitter. We're at ExtremeCast, at ExtremeCast. And you can follow me, Mike Pru at MPRU83. You can follow JV at John Van Damage. And also, JV and I also do the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And we are in 2002 right now. And we are at WrestleMania 18, or X8, as it was called at the time, where Austin takes on Scott Hall. So 
So we have that coming up this week. And then next week we have a watch along. We're doing WrestleMania recap, but we're going to watch along to three of the big matches. And <laughs> what's funny is we're going to do three of the big matches, but one of the, the, <laughs> the match we're not going to do is the match that went on last. So there's three big matches with the exception of, the, I guess, the main event. We all know the main event is The Rock versus Hogan. Yeah, exactly. That's the main event. It didn't go on last, but that's the main event. That's what fucking bought tickets. That's what bought pay-per-views. Was that. The match we're not going to do is Jericho versus Triple H. Because it sucked. Still blows my mind that went on last. Everything on that card, that's the match. Right. It's because they were all over fucking Triple H's dick. Yeah. And it's not like Hall versus Austin went on last either. So we're not saying that, but we've got to cover that because it's... The bottom but line, even that sold the more tickets probably than <laughs> fucking That's Triple true. H did. That angle was better than Triple H and Jericho. And we talked about that on this previous episode of the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. So make sure you check out the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. But the other match that we're going to talk about on that watch along is Ric Flair versus The Undertaker, which was a Twitter poll that just won today. 60, like 60 to 40%. So Undertaker versus Ric Flair. I don't think we have, enough, we have enough time to get the talking taker guys to jump on for that one, but that would be fun if they could. <laughs> so that's what we have coming up on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast. So check us out over there at Bottom Line Cast. And once again, thank you, Richard Land, for providing us these original episodes that we're using for the Extreme ECW Livecast. So January 24th and 31st, which we're about to cover, these are available on the BTT Drive, on the Google Drive. If you are a Patreon member, obviously, if you're listening to us and you don't have this yet, that means that you haven't talked to Mike Mills yet to get your access to it. So if you hear us talking about this, that means you have access to it. So ask Mike Mills at BTT. Actually, no, it's at bookintheterritory at gmail.com. Ask him for access. He'll give it to you. And then you'll be able to go into the ECW folder and get all the episodes that we've been covering, including these two, January 24th and 31st. So check those out there if you want to watch along. And if you're going to watch along with us as we go over this, get yourself situated with January 24th, and we'll get into that in just a moment. So here we are. It's ECW Hardcore TV episode 92 from January 24th, 1995. All right, JV, you all situated? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, let's just make sure I'm situated while I ask you if you're situated. Are you ready? (laughs) Are you ready? Are you ready? (laughs) All right, so here we are. I'll give a countdown, three down to one, and say play. And then when I say play, we all... Click play as usual. That's the routine here. This is a 45 minute episode. So here we go. Three, two, one, play. Union Pacific. Oh, yeah. Here we go. All right. Let's shut our mouths. It's public enemy. We got to hear them. They're in Florida. They look like they're freezing. Yeah, how are you freezing in Florida? <laughs> 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 
I took the wrong flight. It's like they don't know what a train is. This is the train. What the fuck is this? Wapna, that's dated. That's it's like the OG dated. people courts guy. People <laughs> yep. court guy. I remember him. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, this is like that funky Comodina shit again. That it is. Playing. Are we getting a knockoff version? Th- at least we know this wasn't knockoff music from the network. Yeah, right? Because this is supposed to be the original. Maybe they were just playing it safe. Oh, we're on the MSG network now. We gotta try to find knockoff music. <laughs> Alright, so it looks like Public Enemy is at a skate park. Or go kart. Oh, maybe that's go karts. But it looks like they're at some kind of track. But they're on the outside of it. They didn't pay to get in. <laughs> They're just waiting for, like, the security or, like, the dude on duty. Like, hey, guys, you, you, you can't be over here. <laughs> just go away. Dude, that's what it looks like. It's like fucking Go-Kart City. I don't like this editing. What? With the, uh, the black and white thing? Your screen ain't floating in the middle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was uh, just like, all right, what's wrong with my video then? Yeah, there's a black and white screen in the back and then a floating colored screen. It's like a double thing. Like I said, they're, they're playing around with their new video suite package that they got. They look like they're in an Amazon warehouse here. <laughs> right, they're just using everything. So this is in Florida, and it looks like we're getting highlights of Public Enemy against, I don't know who the fuck that was. But it definitely wasn't in Philly. Yeah, I don't know who they were against there. They're going to have a match against Sabu and Taz in Florida during that weekend. That wasn't them. Look at this painting. It's like the Joker. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's badass. This editing sucks because I just want to see the fucking picture now. <laughs> right, it's, it's like, come on, show around. me the whole thing. Yeah, all bouncing around. They think like they learned something new. It's like, could use this and fucking overdo it on everything now. Yeah, they, they learned it, but they didn't learn that it's not worth using. <laughs> All right, so you get public uh, public enemy getting a win over somebody there. I couldn't tell who the fuck that team was. Well, here we go with the open 
opening here. A damn good opening. Yeah. That's badass. I mean, I fucking, I'm going to say it every single time. So, guys, don't get annoyed with me. I think what I'd rather do is just shut up and let you listen to it every single time. <laughs> Unless something changes with the p video package. I think you'd rather hear Rob Zombie right now rather than me. Sorry, I had to do that. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Terry Funk going down every time he gets me. <laughs> this is extreme. Here we go. Joey Styles on the mic. All right. Joey, what do you got? You're not in Fort Lauderdale. You're in Paulie's basement. Paulie's mom's basement. Stop lying. No way you fucking got time off from your job in New York that you were giving them a hard time about to go down to Fort Lauderdale. Bullshit. You got a new mic box there. See that box there? ECW? Yeah. That's new. It is, yeah. It, it's weird because I don't remember this. Is, is, uh, is this a color scheme that they stick with for a while? What do you mean? I always thought ECW had different colors. Oh, it does. Yeah. Like, I, don't is... they usually? Don't they have like black and silver and? Right, they do. But at this point, they still have that banner in the background. And they're gonna have that for a while, so they wanted their mic box to match. It seems. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So that's the one change they added to it. Is that now it actually says ECW on their mic. Alright, so this is last time where you had this loser splits match. The Pitbulls against the Bad Breed. So the Rottens have to split. So Axel and Ian, they're on Splitsville here. And the Pitbulls are going to run on to be one of the dominant teams. And what we're going to see with the Rottens is it's going to lead on to them having a major rivalry. All right, so we're going to get a little video package of the Bad Breed and their history ever since 1993 into 94. They've been around for a while. Now they're battling. Now, I was looking ahead. These guys are going to have battles on the major shows coming up over the next few months. And what ECW Hardcore TV is going to do is they're going to play... Most of the matches for all the super cards, super, you know, super shows that ECW does. But they're not going to play any of the Ian versus Axel Rotten matches. Which is unfortunate because those are the hardcore matches. Those are the ECW matches. And they're not available on ECW Hardcore TV. Huh. Only, they're only available on their special super shows. So if we're ever going to cover any of their matches, we have to do an ECW Supercard special that has one of their matches. And that's something that we'll have to think about because ECW TV is going to be built around their 
ECW arena shows, which are usually their supercards. So what they usually do is they, they'll do like a super show, and then the next three episodes of ECW Hardcore TV covers that. Covers the, most, the super show? Right, for the most part, with the exception like of like... It. Right, I'll plays like most of the matches with the exception of like two or three. Or for a big match, it'll show highlights of it instead of the whole match. But then Hardcore TV will play promos that were just added in. So it's great to cover Hardcore TV because you get extra. But it's good every once in a while to watch the, the Super Show to see the full matches. So going forward, we'll have to consider what Super Shows we should cover. And which ones we'll just skip. We'll have to look at reviews or something. Yeah, or just like what we're interested in. Like, if we're yeah. getting hyped up for a show, alright, we're fucking watching that Super Show. Or something like that. All right, but here we are back in Florida. It's Chris Benoit versus Two Gold Scorpio. So, fuck, this is a good, good match. One. Let's take a look at this. Starting off hot. Fucking not much going on in the corner. Never. Oh, never in shit. The corner. They're beefing now. Two tough motherfuckers for sure here. Hey, I like the look here in Florida. What's funny, it's in Florida. You know, obviously, it's brighter. <laughs> Yeah. Even though they're in a contained room, high ceilings, it's just brighter. And there's fake grass on the ground. Yeah, there is. There's <laughs> turf. AstroTurf. It's like AstroTurf on the ringside. Isn't that when AstroTurf became, like, huge? Was in, like, the 80s and 90s? Yeah, I think it was probably late 70s. But, yeah, when we would Definitely recognize right. late it. Late 70s, yep. Like, oh, shit, yeah. Astros. AstroTurf. <laughs> Crowd's loud here, or the crowd's loud near the mic. <laughs> Not everybody's excited to be there. That's what's crazy sometimes with wrestling. When you, when you go back and look at old wrestling like this, and you know, like Benoit is a big star, and you know that Too Cold would be a big ECW star, and you just see people like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> they have no idea what they're watching. But then one day they'll be like, oh yeah, I saw that Chris Benoit match. I don't know who the fuck he was, but I saw it. I was there. <laughs> like that kid right there leaning over the railing. Oh, I was there. I was on there. Yeah, you don't remember shit about it, so shut up. And I guess I only say that because that's how I feel about when I go to wrestling shows. I don't remember a fucking thing. Neither do I. Ever. Unless it's something really memorable. Right. Which, like, everyone that is that was watching on TV probably remembers, too. Exactly. The only thing that I remember... Actually, there's a couple, but I'll, I'll just point out one thing, random thing, that I remember. Is at a WWF house show in Providence, Rhode Island, Papa Shango had a match. Must have been early 92. Yeah, January 92, I believe it was. He came to the ring... And he was doing his voodoo shit. And I was in the front row. I got front row tickets <laughs> for this one with my dad and my uncle. And I said, You suck! As a nine-year-old. You suck! Whatever. I guess that's not that bad as I thought. 
yeah, can say felt, worse. Feels a lot worse when you're nine. <laughs> yeah, like you suck. So he looked me dead in the eyes, and he was on like the second rope. And then he started doing his jittering voodoo thing to me, and I had already seen what he did to Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> or it was right around that same time where there was the ooze and shit. But I'll never forget. He fucking was looking at me, and I thought he put a curse on me. <laughs> so I remember that. And that wasn't on TV. So I guess some things are memorable. But... There it was. Then to think he went on to be the godfather, I had nothing to worry about. Because he can get me hoes. <laughs> I wanted him. Went from curses to pimping hoes. <laughs> Curses, the pimpin' hose. Oh, he was oh, also... He went from curses, and he was a fighting machine. Yeah, he was, yeah, right. he was a oh, was that supreme fighting Papa machine. That was Papa, then supreme fighting machine. Then he was in the... The nation. And I'm sure he fucked up Flash Funk somewhere in there, too. So, you know, we'll <laughs> link that to this match. <laughs> As Benoit is fucking up too cold here. Comes full circle. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've shared that story on any of podcasts. Uh, you've shared it on Bottom Line because I've oh, heard I did. Before. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, but not not on this one. Okay. <laughs> That's true because we did have we we did spend a lot of time in 1998 97 with uh, Kama, Kama Mustafa. Yep. During the nation days. Wow, that's a Boston oh, Crab. That looks wow. like it Holy fuck. Yeah, it does. Jeez. That thing is turned back. Whew. Oh, Scorpio gets to the rings here. I like this to add in the fan cam. That's a good way to start this, too, is because this is outside of Philly. This is in Florida. So we had a fan recording. We got exclusive footage from the fan. Fan cam. I like that gimmick. Fan cam. And yes, guys, I know some of you might be thinking, when the fuck are you going to do your Fall River, Massachusetts fan cam? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we have it. It's ready. Now we got to do it. It's going to be long. We'll do it. We'll either do it when we get to 1998 or... <laughs> hey, maybe we'll do it some random time. Time is tough right now. Yeah, we just want to keep trucking along with what we're doing. Not adding some random shit. Yeah. But it'll happen. Yeah. You get it. I feel like Scorpio be could so... drop a neck breaker. Oh, here. yeah. That's what he should do. Oh, but that, that oh, was even wow. better. That was impressive. A he bicycle dropped... kick. Yeah, he did a bicycle kick. Like a soccer kick. Like he was kicking into the goal. Fucking just sent Benoit's head like a soccer ball into the top rope. Turnbuckle. But Benoit's still in the fucking power position. Scorpio's just trying to get back up. Scorpio gets control. Has him in the corners. Now he's setting up for, uh, what is he going for? A power bomb. Power bomb. The crowd loves it. 
Sounds like a crowd of 13. But they're loving it. Uh-oh. He's going to do the... Oh, he's not going for a cover. And he's going to the furthest side of the ring. Where he could have went to any of the buckles. Any of them. Instead of this one. Just a splash. Goes it sounded impactful, though. It did. did. you hear that? Like he legit fucking landed on his chest. Caved it in. Well, he doesn't go for the two count. That's impressive. That leg drop. Just fucking spin. How do you do that? <laughs> Man. Too cold is impressive here. Kicks Benoit right in the head. JV, being that this is a too cold match, what haven't I said yet that I would say every single time? Whoop, there it is. I thought you knew. <laughs> Uh -huh. <laughs> oh, Benoit tosses him on his Look fucking down. head. Oh. It is a good match. Count here? Uh, no, because... No, the refs just started it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It is a good match. Oh, suplex time. Boom, snap suplex. So, One, two. Such a beautiful move. Oh, and he kicks out. It is a great move. Kick him in the balls, <laughs> too cold. <Guys> screaming. <laughs> Kick him in the balls. Oh, no. Power slam. Um, oh, bomb into a pinning attempt for two. Chris Benoit, I can't believe it. Chris Benoit here, we haven't talked about it, but he's wearing blue tights with the uh, with the maple leaf on his ass. So I think this is what he's been wearing. Yeah, he has right. been wearing this, but I don't think we ever mentioned his gear. Nah. He doesn't look as short, though, as he has been in the past. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what it is. Maybe the camera? Yeah, they probably figured out another way to shoot him. <laughs> More low camera shots. Switch to the fan cam. Leg drop onto the nutsack. And it's a great match to showcase from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. You know, it's funny. This audience, as I said, you know, we get the random clapping. They sound happy, excited. Ooh, sweet super kick from Too Cold. But it's almost like because they haven't been exposed to this much, and they, some of them may know about it. Like, like this guy in the front middle here. He has an ECW shirt on. Maybe just bought it, but for the most part, the fans are like, what is this? And and they're like, this is kind of cool and good. <laughs> like, for the first time, realizing, well, this is different. Like, well, this oh. is a new audience. They're being pretty much most of them introduced, correct? Right, That's and that's what I'm saying, is that this is a whole new audience, so many people probably haven't even seen this. Oh, my God. 
Scorpio's neck drops down on that pile Oh, kicks out on that pile driver. Well, that looked damn good. Oh, Benoit said it's over. But he didn't do his traditional slashing of the throat thing that he will do one day. He's going for his head, but boom, it's got to be over now. Benoit going to win this match with that headbutt? He should. It's his finisher. Oh, Scorpio kicks out. He didn't hook the leg. He didn't hook the leg. Sloppy. Come on. And that is a nice touch, though, in wrestling. Is that you could argue, like, oh, he didn't w he didn't win after his finisher because he didn't hook the leg. Yeah, that. Yeah, see, that. Yeah, that's where it seems legit for someone to kick out of a finisher. Right. It's like, oh, he didn't do all his best. To cover me. Those are the little things. And that's what happened right there. But when they're, over. when they're just kicking out on like a super hook, it's like, what, what's going on here? Right, why are you kicking out of everything? No. You're going to be kicking out because he's not covering you properly. That's it. And now Benoit is setting Scorpio up. Benoit's having his way with Scorpio. I feel yeah, like Scorpio is going to pull Scorpio off a win here. Come on. I, think the, I, th I don't yeah, think right Scorpio yeah. move in since there the there it is. Oh, my God. Another false finish. But that was great because it set it up like, shit, Benoit's been in control this whole time. Now he gets Scorpio up to the top rope to do a suplex off the top rope there. And Scorpio turns it into a cross body and goes for a pinfall. Only gets two. You think he's going to win it there? Now Scorpio's going up. Hits the soup. Hits that moonsault. Oh. Wow. What is this? Modern day wrestling? <laughs> no, fuck. <laughs> this is good. This is fucking good, though. This is the start of modern day wrestling. <laughs> yeah. That was a two count after that suplex. Scorpio goes up with a, a jump sidekick to the back of the head. I don't know what you call it. What the fuck do you call that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, so, nothing. A side kick to the head. <laughs> yeah, a side kick to the head. I think he, I think he nailed it. Nice reversal. Oh. Oh, wow. wow. I, I like that kind of finish. Those are quick. That was a nice quick finish there. Um, it's like Scorp a mental victory. Yeah, Scorpio was setting, up for, setting him up for a full Nelson suplex. And Benoit was able to smash it down, smash that full Nelson down into a pinfall attempt. And got the quick one, two, three. I thought the pinfall was too quick. Quick count. Yeah. Not for any nefarious reason, but it just seemed too quick. Is that Nick Patrick? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> was Nick Patrick there? Was Dangerous Danny Davis there? <laughs> but man, that was a hell of a match. I gotta say that that's one of the better matches we've watched. Yeah. Or exciting matches. And that's what we're going to get more of in 1995. Of these memorable matches. These, what becomes more traditional style matches. And to think, two years ago, JV, when we were watching 1993, we weren't watching anything like this. <laughs> nope, not even close. Super Destroyers versus... Oh, man, some of those names. Tony Stetson and... Hey, Tony Stetson's going to be coming back soon. Is he? Yep, Tony Stetson. Well, yeah, I, I don't want to say like. anymore, but it's going to be a new gimmick. 
I think we're actually going to see some of it on this episode or the next one. But we're getting replays here of Chris Benoit defeating Tuco Scorpio. Wow. I feel like we're not getting the real audio on this episode. <laughs> what makes you say that? Sounds like uh, shit. It doesn't have that, um... Uh, it doesn't have that, um, WWE vibe to it. Uh, maybe it's... Yeah, maybe it's just their own generic choice of music. But it is pretty loud to be over Joey's voice. Well, I mean, the audio and shit might be different because, like, we, like you said, we've been seeing this shit in the same arena and facility for a while, so maybe the mixer was off. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. I'll go with that. All right. So Joey Styles just mentioned that Raven's group is Degeneration X. Uh. Hmm. Well, this predates DX, yeah. Yeah. Tully Blanchard. <laughs> Joey, why did they call him Tully Blanchard, the new Tully Blanchard? That's <laughs> he repackaging himself? Yeah, I'm the new Tully Blanchard. Nah. No thanks. I guess that's okay when you're the new something of the actual person. Like, instead of the new rockers. <laughs> Uh-oh. Sorry, I'll shut up now. Holy time. Afraid to wear expensive jewelry in public because you think some hoodie on the corner is going to take it away from you. You're afraid to drive your car to your girlfriend's house because you think somebody's going to take your car away from you by force. See, that's what America lives with today. That's the fear that is inherent in today's society. That's why America's Most Wanted is such a popular TV show. That's why everybody sits at home and watches cops because they want to know deep in their heart that the dudes that commit the crime are going to one day do the time. Next week here on ECW, our version of America's Most Wanted, our version of Cops, Sabu and Taz versus the Public Enemy for the ECW Tag Team title. It's time to see the hoodies that committed the crime do the time, because don't forget, if you think you're safe from the Public Enemy, they've already assured you, when they get out of the hood, they're going to move next door to you. They're not going to move next door to me. Because I'm going to make sure that the reign of terror by the public enemy is ended. Because next week, right here on ECW, the public enemy are definitely America's most wanted. And Sabu and Taz are going to be the cops next week on ECW. Oh, that's a big match to look forward to. All right. All right. Yes. Extreme nice. Encyclopedia. Who's going first? JV, you first definition or me first? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay. Unabridged 1995 edition. 
Sandman, noun, smokus brawler, a cigarette smoking wrestler with a propensity for violence, an athlete with no regard for wins or losses. Woman, noun, foxus greedius, an aberration of classic Amer- of the classic American male fantasy of beauty and servitude, a seductive. Hey, too quick. Cactus Jack, <laughs> noun. Bangus, bangus, like bangbus. Toothless, earless freak whose psychotic style and spirit truly epitomizes that of ECW. <laughs> All right, so this was hyping up a match. So this was like a knockoff encyclopedia <laughs> because we already had those terms. Foxes, greedious. We never had bangus, bangus, though. That was a good one. Bangus, bangus. Bangbus. <laughs> Hey, where are you going? Oh, Jamie, who is that fucking chick? Mason Storm? Mason Storm, right? <clears throat> Sorry, I was just like dying, choking. Uh, yeah. Mason yep. Storm's Bang Bus All-Star. Hall yes. of Fame, right? Yep. Yeah. She's probably in like three or four of them, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't know her count. At least one. She's got a the one I'm thinking of, she had like a, like a lime-colored pop on. That's what I, I think I'm thinking of. Anyway, yeah. no, what? I don't think I could find that if I even tried to look for it today. Yeah, if you Googled it, you'll find it. Oh, okay. I'm going to try it then. If you just put <laughs> that in, you will find it. Mason Storm Bang Boss. All right. Yeah, got that'll it. come up. <laughs> All right, so we got Raven here walking through a fucking suburban neighborhood. <laughs> like, hey, dude, get back in your basement and play your fucking Sega Saturn. Fucking stop walking around the street because you're creeping the kids out. Get the fuck back in. Nobody, <laughs> di- nobody did anything to you. Get the fuck back in your house. <laughs> like wrong thing. Like they did. They did the right thing with Public Enemy. Like going in the alleys and shit. But here we go. We got Raven just you know walking through a suburban neighborhood. He's like walking through picket fences, sitting down in front of a nice house. And <laughs> I said it last episode, it's like maybe that is the character. He's just a fucking spoiled brat. Trying to break out of his family, acting like his problems are real problems. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like fuck my parents, they don't get me. I'm fucking they bought me these nice Levi's and fucking I always get made fun of for wearing my Levi's, so I'm cutting them. It's just ungrateful. Yeah. And I'm wearing my grandpa's plaid shirts. That's it. Because I love my grandpa. So I'm going to wear plaid all the time, because that's what he always wore. (laughs) (laughs) You know, part of this is Mike Pruse story. I'm in the mind of Raven. All right. Let's go to Joey Styles. Let's go, Joey. The new Tully Blanchard. That fucking sounds like shit. Stop saying that. The new Tully Blanchard. It's going to be around for a week. <laughs> Literally. Tops. Fucking new Coke. 
the new Coke. <laughs> it sucks. Whatever. Oh, let's hear from Raven. Fucking here we go. I'm shutting up. This old and suffering of a childhood lost. An empty swing. An empty promise. A broken dream. A broken home. It's strange. How laughter looks like crying. With no sound. And raindrops taste like tears without the pain. Tommy Dreamer, you'll relive the turmoil and anguish of an uncertain youth. Quote the Raven. And that's fucking awesome. That, uh, why do they gotta go to Shane Douglas? I want to fucking talk about Raven. I know. <laughs> <laughs> now we get their superstar. Nah, right, but just quick about Raven. That that shit could be like a comic book. The story that he's building, like episode by episode, is his promos. You know, even what I was just saying when they played that, you know, come out and play promo, him walking around a suburban neighborhood, whatnot. This even adds to that. Him sitting on a, in the playground. That's like us at Ruggles Park and far over, hanging out. Like that's yeah, the old school swing sets. Right. You know, it was just like us being there, but he. It's like oh, he's going to the park to, all sad about what happened in his life. So it kind of rings true. Like, he is fucking living that, you know, suburban kind of lifestyle that fucking wasn't happy. He expected it to be happy, but it wasn't. Because bad shit happens sometimes, even in good lives. Or in what you think is a good life. And now it's coming down to Tommy Dreamer being involved into it. So it'll be interesting to see where it goes from there. So we got this tortured soul, Raven, now blaming Tommy Dreamer. Tortured soul. But here, Shane Douglas is taking on Ron Simmons. So Ron Simmons is getting another shot at the title here in Florida. And Ron Simmons is a Florida man, of course. Oh, this is a title match. I didn't hear that part. Yeah, it should be a title match, right? He's yeah. Yep, it's a title match. Because this up? main evented, right? Something recently? One of the super shows? Yeah. I think. Yep. Yep, this was the main event. One of the last super shows. And now it's main eventing here on January 14th. This is a hell of an episode so far. But... Yeah, I like it. Started off good with the public enemy promo and just kind of fucking continued from there. Yeah. We got the good match with Benoit and Two Cold Scorpio. We got the encyclopedia. 
What am I missing? What else did we just have? We got Raven. Brain fart. Raven. Double Raven. Is this only the second match? Yeah, two matches on this show. Huh. Yeah, we had a Pauly. Yep, Pauly promo. Fucking good ass. Yeah, good ass fucking episode. Considering only, you know, two matches. This looks like it's going to be the last match. Just looking yeah. at the time here. Yeah. So Ron Simmons chasing Douglas on the outside, but yeah, the crowd stupidly tries to bring it to him. Crowd's doing the uh, Florida Seminoles. Oh, yep. Ron Simmons was a badass football player for that squad. It's definitely got some fans there. Wow, still cheer to the back of Ron Simmons. What are they saying? Can't make it out. Saying like, oh. Whatever, I don't even want to pretend like I know what they're <laughs> Somebody has a cowbell, though. That's for sure. And I'm going to say, we need less cowbell. <laughs> yeah, kill the cowbell. Enough. <laughs> we need more cowbell. That was like, Christopher Walken as Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> Christopher, yep. We need more cowbell, Marty! <laughs> I got a fever. More cowbell, Marty. I was frozen! Today? <laughs> yeah. What movie is that, JV? You know? Uh, <laughs> I was funny today. I know where it's from. I don't know. I forget what it's from. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, I wasn't expecting you to know the reference, but fuck, you nailed it. You just don't know. The yeah, movie. I just can't remember the movie because you hit the last part of it. I was frozen today. <laughs> I was frozen today. Hold on. It's a I was commando. frozen today. Yes. <laughs> yes. I forgot he's in that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he rents out the apartment to like, uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he's basically the co-star. <laughs> yeah. He's the star. <laughs> well, I, I get no, I know the reference because, I mean, I've probably watched that movie a, a lot when it came out. Oh, yeah. And it was in the trailers, too. So if you watched any, like, videotape yep. made from, the, from New Line Cinema at that time, like, I think Ninja Turtles... That was one of the previews. Like Ninja Turtles 2, they had Suburban Commando as one of the uh, previews. I think. I could be wrong, but I definitely seen it on a tape that I had numerous times. But hey, we got a good match going on here between Shane Douglas and, and our man, Ron Simmons. Man, 1995 was the fucking breeding ground for the Attitude Era. Too bad yeah. that, too bad, man. They, Shane Douglas couldn't have just laid off for a little bit and not 
came in as Dean Douglas. Or even, you know, even still, he, he could have came in as Dean Douglas and made out, but I guess he made enemies with the click, and that was the problem. Yeah, that was the end of it. Can't, yeah. can't make enemies with the people that are kind of have a lot of pull. Right. And the thing is, with Ron Simmons, he can come in, and as he always said, he is unfuck with a bull. I'm on fuck with a bull. <laughs> that's such a badass thing. <laughs> the fact you can just be like, that's what I am. You ain't fucking with me. And who would fuck with Ron Simmons? Not me. Nobody. I wouldn't even fuck with him with a baseball bat. <laughs> I'd be like, nah, I'm good. I would need like a gun to fuck with Ron Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, they'll fucking shove it up your ass. Yeah, no, like a shotgun. So, like, if I miss, I probably still fucked him up enough. All right, so fucking Shane Douglas get counted out here. Oh, they're booing. Can't say. Oh, Ron Simmons can't continue. Oh, that because when Shane Douglas clotheslined the uh, ring post on the outside. Right when he hit the ring post, hurt his arm. Too cold came in, tried to tell him to stop. Ron Simmons didn't want to stop. Shane Douglas stayed out of the ring. We've got a replay here. Shane Douglas comes snapping down on it. And that's a legal move, so that's fine. It's just that it injured. But why is Scorpio come running in? All right, so we, we'll see it again for a third time. Shane Douglas on the top rope. He comes snapping down. It's the arm on the top rope. It's a nice little finish, though. Controversial. Because crowd don't like it. I'd be pissed if oh, I was there. Oh, of course. And that's why you hate Shane Douglas at the time. But, yeah. This is one way to get him over as a heel. It lets this territory know. Exactly. You know what I mean. This the region. region. Yeah. Know that this guy's our heel. Yep. And you got to put over the hill. They beat the he beat the top guy in Florida, Ron Simmons. Is there anybody in Florida that could beat the franchise? He just fucking beat like that superhero. Look at they're throwing shit in the ring. That's awesome. Well, that's the reaction you want for your heel. Yeah. Oh, good shit, man. Shane Douglas. Ugh. So underrated as a whole. Oh, this Tully Blanchard looking like he just came out of the crowd. Dude, he looks this... better now than he does then. Yeah, he looks better with gray hair rather than this balding mop top he's got. What did... Oh, this is the Tully Blanchard of old. I thought he was the new Tully Blanchard, Joey Styles. The new Tully Blanchard is the Tully Blanchard of old. Now, Tully Blanche is wearing his fucking, his white sneakers with white socks, his white shorts, and a green ECW shirt that he just got from the back. Yeah, he looks like the type of guy that works out in front of the fucking dumbbell rack. <laughs> well, a lot of people do that, right? Yeah, that's fucking shit gym etiquette. If you do that, you're an asshole. 
Take your fucking weights and back up from the weight rack so other people can get to them. Oh, the you rack. oh, you mean right in front of the fucking rack? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know how to back up. All right, so here comes Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit beating up the weight rack watcher, the new Tully Blanchard, and he's down. And this is going to be right now What's the debut. Shorts on? <laughs> yeah, Malenko looks like he has boxer shorts on. Fucking Joe Box over here. What we got is the debut of the original triple threat. Shane Douglas, Chris Benoit, and Dean Malenko. Oh, so this is a click. Yeah, that's their, that's their faction. That's the click. Triple threat. One day it'll go on to be Shane Douglas, Bam Bam, and Chris Candido. But it starts off here as Benoit, Malenko, and Shane Douglas. And then in WCW, they're going to kind of revive that. And Eddie becomes kind of part of that group. And that's that's what leads to them. uh, Well, it doesn't lead to them, but... Shane Douglas thought he was going to be going to WWF or WWE with that group, with Malenko, with Benoit, with Guerrero, as that whole group. And they, like, left him out of the loop on it. Because WWF didn't want him, but they wanted everyone else. But Shane Douglas thought he was being brought back in, too. And they didn't, like, have the balls to, like, say, nah, man, you're not going either. <laughs> They all just jumped over. That's fucked. He was left out. And he never got brought back. So yeah. He's fucking bitter. He has a right to be. But. He fucking burned his bridges I guess. That's why. I guess you gotta shut your mouth a lot of times. Know your role. Yeah. Never think you're bigger than what you are. Yeah. Yeah, right, because you never know what's to come down the road, just... Yeah, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> you can be brought back. Good episode, though. Yeah, man, fucking great episode. probably uh, get ready for the next episode here, January 31st. Yeah, so we're going to get on to January 31st. We're going to take a little break, as always, and we don't have any music set at this point, but we'll get something going on here. If we have time, maybe we'll see what any of you guys have out there for a request. But if not, you know, JV's going to pick this one. Oh, Davey, that'll that'll be a pick for you from January of 1995. Something to related to any of these guys, and we'll be right back after that for January 31st, 1995.
right, we're back now for ECW Hardcore TV, episode 93, from January 31st, 1995. This episode has a runtime of 43 minutes and 57 seconds. We're going to get right into it. Another jam-packed episode from Florida, this time in Orlando. And I'll give you a countdown as usual. Three down to one. When I say play, we all click play. JV, you're all ready to go. I'm ready, man. All right. Three, two, one, play. All right, we got that bumper noise to start out. Joey Styles is talking, so let's take a listen. When this meant everything. And I still have horseman jackets and sweatshirts and T-shirts at home somewhere. And when Tully Blanchard, the new Tully Blanchard, came back to wrestle, I guess he just didn't realize. The new fucking Tully Blanchard looking old as shit. New Tully Blanchard. He had to fight. Looking old as fuck. He had to fight. Douglas shot in hard. Here comes Simmons. Getting replay here of Simmons versus Douglas that we just covered. Heck of a match. Two great matches that we covered on the last episode. Coming from Fort Lauderdale on January 14th. Matches from this episode will be coming from the 16th, January 16th in Orlando. I wonder if this Sticking is sticking around in Florida. I wonder if this is uh, NXT, <laughs> the NXT building. Take it over. <laughs> Pre-upgrades. Yeah. I'll just give you a little preview of what we have on this show. Is we have. ECW Tag Team Championship match, Public Enemy versus Sabu and Taz. Then we get Falls Count Anywhere, Sandman versus Cactus Jack. What the fuck more could you ask for in an episode of ECW? Public Enemy versus Sabu and Taz and Sandman versus Cactus Jack? What the fuck? It's a great episode. So, Ron Simmons gets the bad news that he's not winning the ECW championship. And also, he's going to get the bad news soon that he's going to be Farouk Assad in the WWF. (laughs) But Dean Douglas will get worse news that he's going to leave making good money here as the champion. Make even less money in the WWF as Dean Douglas. That's fucking crazy. If he's telling the truth, is he made more money in ECW working these shows than his time as Dean Douglas? Crazy. That seems to be a common theme, though. Like, I guess if you get pretty, even nowadays, if you get popular enough on the indies, you can make more money on the road than you can in, like, WWF if you hustle, right? You're right. Well, I don't know about now in WWE. But, yeah, back then, for sure, if you hustled. Because they, they don't have contracts back then. True. So he's making money based on house shows and shit. He's making money on shitty 1995 house shows. In, in a few pay-per-view payoffs. And he's not getting mo- 
many pay-per-view shots because they didn't position his character to be on pay-per-views often. He's not getting many good paydays. Whereas with ECW, he's making the big money. He's making more money than everybody else on the card working twice a week. Every uh, every month, so eight shows being on top. <laughs> Fucking Blanchard, like dressed like a wrestler. None of them look like wrestlers other than Benoit and Douglas in the ring. What the fuck? Even Malenko kind of looks like, like a wrestler. No, like you said, Malenko looks like he's wearing Joe Boxer shit. He's got boxes on, but sneakers. They have to show this whole thing again. Now the crowd is throwing shit in there, so they're not happy with this finish. So that's great. We gotta go, but let's go on to the next episode. <laughs> All right, here's Joey Styles. Letting loose. Took his tie off. Took his jacket off. Get an interview with Shane Douglas up close and personal type thing. Like you know, we're with Ron Simmons. Uh, yeah, he's probably very upset right now. We'll talk to Ron Simmons. That and notebook all looks fucking overused. And, Holy fuck. Looks like, it looks like it has water damage. Like get a folder or something. Oh shit. Oh, the show's over. And all the fans are just tossing chairs into the ring. Yeah, like this was organic. <laughs> I'm Bullshit. sure someone told them on the this, mic. Right, this had happened before. They were like, hey guys, throw your chairs into the ring. Do it. We're going to record it and put it on TV. The cops don't give a fuck. Look at that cop right there. He's like, yeah, okay, cool. Now we got the music like here. But it looked fucking bullshit as fuck. Here we go with the badass opener. Ron Simmons. I think we lost Mike. Talk. We'll see if he reconnects here. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go Can't on a limb and say that the announcers probably prompted the fucking crowd to just start throwing their chairs into the ring. Otherwise, it doesn't really make sense. Now, in Florida, like we were saying in the previous episode, they didn't know what the fuck's going on with ECW yet. Yeah, someone was in there saying that. Uh, I think you kind of left us for a minute there, Mike. What do you mean? Said you were offline in the Zencaster. Ah, uh, looks like I'm, I'm there now. Hopefully, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Which is funny because I just thought you reconnected because you picked up right where I said. Uh. <laughs> but I was like, so in our audio here, you'll probably hear me talking alone. And I even say, I'm like, I think we lost Mike. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. You said you were offline in Zencaster. We'll see if it picks you up said. your audio file, though. All right. Yes, well, we'll find out. If we're talking over each other during that last fucking minute and a half. Well, it didn't matter because it was the opening and I said I wasn't going to talk anyway. So <laughs> oh. It'd be good if I wasn't talking. <laughs> Because I lied. Because I did talk over it. Is it still raining out? In Massachusetts? Yeah, like, we live in the same time. I don't know. I can't see out my window. 
Joe's talking about the weather, though. <laughs> <laughs> coincidence. Total coincidence. Alright, oh, good a promo. Let's, let's lay out. Is that the fucking Holiday Inn? Is that a Howard Johnson since yeah. 1995? <laughs> yep. I want that shirt, man. Gotta find those shirts. To look to a man's soul, you look through the eyes. Tully Blanchard, through these searing eyes, I'm gonna give you a sermon, Mr. Minister. A long time ago, my father told me, son, don't ever stick your hands onto another man's plate of food because if you do, he might just cut off your hand. Tully Blanchard, when you stuck your nose into my business the first time around, I figured, okay, you're a great wrestler, and so I'll wrestle you for 60 minutes. You impressed me, Tully Blanchard, but this last time, when you stuck your nose into my business, when you tried to take the franchise and knock him off that top rung of the ladder, you did so after I took Ron Simmons and put him down and made him submit, made him TKO right outside of the ring in his home state of Florida. It didn't matter FSU, former star or not, right on his home turf, in front of an awe crowd as the mouth dropped open to the floor and they saw Ron Simmons surrender to the man they call franchise. And then you, sir, you, had the guts to come down to the ring after I had set the belt down after challenging anybody with guts in the building to step into the ring with the franchise. And I started making my move on the punk that thought he was going to be the man to do that. And then you, Pearl Harbor me from behind. What you've done, Tully Blanchard, is you've taken my temperature and you've raised it just a few notches. What you've done is gotten my attention, Tully Blanchard. You've come out here and talking and preaching about how you used to suck up the cocaine and then told everybody in TV land, don't do it. And you talked about how you drank until you couldn't see straight and then went on TV and told everybody, don't do it. And then you talked about how you'd go and pluck women out of the bars and then you came on TV and said, don't do it. Why, you two-faced no good. Let me tell you something, Tully Blanchard. If you take a look around me, the spectacle that they call the franchise, the man that wears the gold, the world's heavyweight champion, is not about to relinquish this addiction just yet. The addiction known as the world's heavyweight champion, the ECW, world's heavyweight belt. I've got it coursing through my veins, Tully Blanchard, and I'm not about to give it up now. You know, it wasn't just too long ago that I was a rookie sitting back in that dressing room, and I used to watch on the monitor and think to myself, what would it be like? What would it be like if Tolly Blanchard and Arn Anderson and Ric Flair and J.J. Dillon and all the rest of them saw what I had deep inside, saw the seed, the plan that I had planted deep in my head to be the very best in this sport one day? Would you have jumped me like you've done to so many people in that ring in your past as one of these? But you see, Tolly Blanchard, tonight what we gave you was a taste of your own medicine. It didn't take four of us, it took three of us. Call it the triple threat. Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, and the franchise, Shane Douglas, took you at your very own game, at the horseman's very own game, and we gave you a taste of your own medicine, Tully Blanchard. Next time, next time you stick your nose in for the gold to try to clear me of my addiction, I'm going to smack you right upside your head. And I'm going to take you down and give you even more of what the four horsemen dished out for years. And Father Time has robbed them of the ability to do that anymore. The triple threat, Tully Blanchard. It's coming for you. It's coming for your career, Tully Blanchard. The end of the line is near. 
the next time you and I step into the ring together. When you take that dotted line and mark your name on it, put your John Hancock right down Tully Blanchard. You've sealed your doom, Tully Blanchard, because the franchise and the triple threat are going to deal out to you more than any horseman's ever dealt out, more than any man can take, more than Tully Blanchard will be able to withstand. And at the end of it all, the triple threat will rule supreme. People will raise three fingers in reverence, and the franchise will still be the world's heavyweight champion. <laughs> Baby. Flawless victory. Awesome. Shitting Triple on the threat. Flaw Horseman. And that's what he's been doing. That's what's great. Is he's been building up to this. He's been shitting on Flair. Now he's shitting on Tully. He's like, we don't need four Horsemen. Fuck you. We can do what you do with three. Triple Threat. It's the fucking debut of the Triple Threat. That's awesome. That's a fucking other pivotal moment in ECW history. Right here. Shane Douglas. Good is shit. Man. Now on to a big match here. Tag Team Championship match. Public Enemy versus Sabu and Taz. Taz still, if you're just listening and not watching, it's still Tasmaniac. Well, man. But still, just being called Taz, but still in that gear. I can't wait till later in this year. Late in this year, I believe, he breaks out of this character. What's ironic is he'll break out of this character by being a commentator, which will go on to be like his main career, <laughs> being a commentator. Paulie on the ringside. Nice suplex. Sabu looking like a fucking watermelon. <laughs> That's great. He's got the fucking pink... Pink Zubas. He's got the green, the green uh, little shaw belt around his waist and the green boots. Watermelon. Is Public Enemy gonna smash him like Gallagher does? <laughs> <laughs> Gallagher. Oh fuck! How about Black Gallagher? <laughs> oh, that's one of the best. <laughs> Fucking Chappelle's the man. Oh shit, this is a brutal match. Oh, Frying Pan City. I got a match gonna hit one of those. Yeah, how the fuck, man? Shit. Even when I put it just down on the on a stovetop, it's like too hard. It's like, oh fuck, that's fucking hard. Snow shovel looked like a giant, like, fly swatter. Oh, Sabu's gonna fuck up here. Sabu's gonna do something dumb. Rock has a broom. Big fucking uh, janitor's broom. Those shits are legit. I used to use those things at uh, Apex Garden Department. <laughs> That's right, I remember you were in that department. <laughs> it's abandoned now. Yeah, abandoned. Turned into apartments or something. Oh, 
weak chair shot there. Yeah, he's just tired. He's busted open. <laughs> he's like, fuck it. You're already hurt enough. I'm not. I don't need to hit you hard. I'm gonna take a break. Johnny Grunge taking a breather, but no, he gets whacked with the fucking frying pan. No, rock a rock. He had trash, but he got dumped over. Ooh, now, oh, now they're at the uh, concession stand. Taz took some condiments. They just tossed around some ketchup and mustard. Not ketchup and mustard in the squirting sense. He took the, just the packets and <laughs> threw them. <laughs> this is the Orlando concession brawl. <laughs> that guy's tall as fuck. The guy in a red shirt. In the white? In the white? Oh, in the red. Yeah. That guy's big. Tall he is. A lot of big dudes out there. Oh. Oh, right into the fucking fire extinguisher box. What's in there? I was going to say the, the fire extinguishers in there now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And Joey Styles just said it too. Yep. Nice sweep there from, from Johnny Grunch to Sabu who was limping. Two count. Wild match, yeah. I like it. I think that's what I'm going to be saying all fucking 1995. Mikey likes it. He likes everything. Yo, once they've built their roster to be what it is, it's hard to not like anything. Because if you don't like Sabu, like I've said numerous times... He's working with people that I like. That wasn't bad there. That No, that wasn't bad. And maybe we're at the point here in 95 where Sabu is better. And that's something we'll have to keep an eye on. Because mid-94 Sabu, JV, we know. It sucked. And nobody can tell it's different. Because we watched it. So that was good. That was only good because Public Ooh. Enemy was able to catch him. Ooh. He fucking slammed his ass right into That's that. That's going to hurt your back, boy. Hey, if he can land on his fucking neck and come back the next week, he's good. Taz. Taz was cornered by Public Enemy, but not giving up. He, he fucking just tackled Uncle Rick. Uncle Rocco Rick. Now Johnny Grunge has got him. Paulie. I'm surprised Paulie's not involved more than he is. Paulie's probably loving this because this is what we see in the ring right now is Paulie's like tailored guys. Like, this is what he wants ECW to be. Public Enemy, Sabu, Taz. These are his guys. And obviously his champ, Shane Douglas, but... These are, yeah, these are like ECW OGs. Right, these are his dudes. That sucked. He just like... He hit his head. He just broke his neck. Yeah. Right, he like hit his head on... It. Sabu... Did a moonsault, like banged his head before he hit, the, <laughs> hit his feet on Rock a Rock. 
Um, Sabu, do you know that your feet are supposed to land first on every single move? <laughs> That's how it works. Ah, I just fucking land my head. Alright, Sabu and Taz taking advantage of Johnny Grunge. Back body drop there. Rocker Rock's on the outside. What are we going to get here? Nice suplex from Taz, of course. Alright, suplex from Taz. Is Sabu setting up for something, or is he too fucked up to do his part? I think that's the case. Oh, no, he's getting a table. They're getting a table! He looks exhausted. No, he's got help now from Sabu. Oh, for sure. JV, what's your time stamp? I'm at 20, 14, 15, 16, that on. 17. That on. All right, so we got Johnny Grunge on can the Can you hear table. me, dude? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh. You hear me? Yeah, my shit's kind of fucking up, though. Uh. I don't know if it's my internet or what. Hey, Jesus. Wow. Nailed on his head there. They love using these ring posts. <laughs> <laughs> Easy enough spot to go to. Fucking, if you're near. Oh, 911. We got a table set out. Oh, we got too much action going on here. We got Taz setting up Rock or Rock. A suplex inside the ring, outside of the ring. Oh, Rocco punches Taz off. Taz goes through the table. We got a pinfall attempt. Come on, can you guys plan this out better? Because it's all over the place. <laughs> what the fuck? I can't see what the finish is. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think it's going to be nine one one. What happened? You mean DQ? You Fucking everybody up. Yeah. All right. Let's just hear what happens, and then we'll fucking <laughs> make sense of it in a second. No, of course they're not going to make sense of it. They got to do more shit. All right. So what we had to happen is Rocco got put through a table by Taz in the ring. Taz wanted to cover him. Then they cut to. Johnny Gun Johnny Grunge getting put through a table. Nine one one took that bad. Then the bell ring. Pee Wee's the ref. Nine one one's in the ring. All right, the ring announcer ring announcer just made the uh, call. Public Enemy remains champions because of a nine one one DQ. Oh my God! What a shit show. But I mean that's that's cool. It's a shit show. We got Joey Styles now and Paul Lee. Paul Lee's not happy that his team did not defeat Public Enemy. Let's take a listen. Tracy Lords goes to Melrose Place and Rock a Rock and you. That disgusting slob Johnny Grunge, the two of you are gonna go straight to hell. And I know what you're thinking. What kind of hell can Paulie Dangerously devise for us? What can Sapu and Taz do to us that haven't been done in our lives? 
We've been on the streets all our lives, they'll tell you. We've been through every hood that there's been. We've been homeless. We've had to knock old ladies over the head just for lunch money. What could you possibly do to us? We've had to sleep in the cold, and we've had to stay outside when it was so hot and humid, it was unbearable for any human being. I'm gonna tell you what kind of hell I'm gonna do to you, man. We're gonna send you back where you came from. Flyboy, Rocco Rock, and Johnny Grunge, you're going through tables. Check that out. You're going through tables. It's not something you invented. It's something that Sabu brought to this sport. And now you drag Taz into it. It's a fight he didn't ask for, but it's a fight that you forced him into. If you think you're not going through tables, you better think again, because the hell that I'm going to bring to you is the hell that you grew up in. You're going straight back to the hood. And that means either you're going to survive on the streets or you're going to have to do something that Johnny Cochran can't pull you out of. You'll go straight to jail. And ain't nobody going to call you champ. And ain't nobody going to call you their favorite hoodies. The only thing they're going to call you is their bitch. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Man. And Public Enemy was his fucking team. His hired people for a while. Now he's fucking shitting on him. Oh, Our entire crazy. youth in a room just like this. Childhood. Supposed to be a time of bliss. A world of knowledge opened up before you. Unless, of course, you're different. A misfit. An outcast. And then what should have been a glorious memory becomes a hideous scar that refuses to fade. You can deny it. You can hide it. You can repress it. But ultimately, Tommy Dreamer, you can never forget it. Tommy Dreamer, you will return to the inescapable horror of the classroom of your youth, except this time you will not graduate. Quote to Raven, nevermore. Oh, damn, more good shit. Good shit. Chalkboards don't see that. Do you have chalkboards at your school? I hate Dreamer. No, there's no more chalkboards. Whiteboards. <laughs> when I first started, there were chalkboards. Yeah. For a few years. All right, we we got a song. We got a song. Born to be wild. All right, that's our outro. Born to be wild. Perfect. Steppenwolf. Is it Steppenwolf? Is I like this is? arena. Yeah, I like this. Uh, was it, this is Orlando, or is it? No, this actually this one's in Fort Lauderdale again. Oh, I think this one goes back. This is more like the last episode, right? No, no, no. This is, yeah, this is all in the also. Yeah. We get Salmon versus Cactus. No, no. Actually, I am wrong. This is the Fort Lauderdale. This is where the Shane Douglas Ron Simmons match was. Same place. Hey, dude, my fucking Raven shit, man. I, 
I mean, it's probably obvious to everybody that knows the history of Raven, but maybe I'm just discovering it for the first time. But his gimmick is just that. He's a middle-class person that's just mad with his life. <laughs> he's, in a, he's in a classroom talking about how bad school was. Like, oh, it's supposed to be the great times in your life. But yeah, you should be lucky to get a fucking education, Chahed. Yeah, I know. Not everyone's fortunate enough for an education. All right, fucking take advantage of your opportunity to get an education instead of worrying about fucking other shit like being cool. Go to school, get good grades. You'll be cool. <laughs> it's the shortest part of your life. Fucking move on. Ooh, woman there. I like her in the green. I she's like, like it. She's like Jade from Mortal Kombat. Yeah. She's got the green and the fucking and the kendo stick. <laughs> I don't know if Jade had Ooh, a kendo stick, was though. Stiff. No, she had, like, size, I think. I thought, yeah, Katana had size. Well, maybe Jade had size, too. Katana had size. No, Katana had... Milena had size. Katana had like the fans. One of them had one or the other. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I don't know what Jade had. Maybe Jade was just a knockoff Molina. We got some brutal chair shots here from Cactus Jack and Sandman. No holds barred match here. Whew. It's funny. Like, if this was in the ECW arena, look how different the crowd would be. These people kind of just like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> if it was ECW arena, they'd be fucking standing up. fucking. Yeah, they're dying to get involved. Going nuts. Patting guys on the backs and shit. This right. guy's sitting front row with his arms crossed. Right, they don't can't say believe, that in Philly. They can't believe what's happening. Right. We won't see that in Philly. But here in Orlando... They can't believe they're seeing people crazier than they are. Fucking <laughs> chair shot to the head. Woo, what a chair shot. Oh, shit. Somebody just threw something at Sandman, like a full drink. I just saw ice flying. Oh, my fucking God. Those can shots are brutal because this is not... A can that's fully formed anymore. It's demolished. So now it's just steel on the head. Somebody's walking a woman. I don't think around. I've seen a I don't think I've seen a trash can that mangled. No. Never. Not in a wrestling match. It looks like it looks like tin foil. Right. And if it gets like that, it's removed what from a leg the ring. Drop. That was nice. That was nice. And I remember talking about that leg drop when he used to wear the fucking surfer tights. Like, oh, he, he can do shit. And that's an example right there of him doing some wrestling shit. And he's going back up again. This must be early in the night because I don't think Sandman had any drinks yet. I think he's, he's ready to work. And he'll play later. <laughs> Jack is in 
I want to see another leg drop off the top rope. Yeah, do it again. I think he's gonna he's gonna do that same thing. Oh no, he's going back for it. He's going back for that like bulldog leg drop on Cactus, but Cactus counters it. Nails Sandman grabs that mangled trash can, whacks him in the head. Sandman's on top of the top of the ropes, and Cactus is gonna come back again. Fucking nail him right back in the head again, and Sandman's busted open for sure. Cactus Jack's going up to the second rope, nailing away. Woo. Holy shit. Knocks the same man down out of the ring onto the onto the fake grass. <laughs> Somebody just threw whoa, you see that come in? Yeah, that fuck? was like video game. Just came out of nowhere. <laughs> right. I've got a chair. <laughs> no, it's not in. a chair. A baking sheet. <laughs> It's like in the uh, the original WrestleMania game when the different fucking things would bounce into the ring. Yeah. Yep. Remember that? Yep. Like a fucking bell. Ring bell. Bouncing. <laughs> NES then, uh, game. But, yeah, NES. Well, all you can do is kick and punch. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. Kick and punch. That's it. Andre the Giant, Hulk Hogan. Million Dollar Man. Ted DiBiase, Macho Man. Macho Man. King Kong Bundy. Was Bundy in there? Pretty sure. I know those Double four. check. That's how we had an outside, outside rather, pinfall count there, and Cactus kicked out, and now he's back in the ring. He's by himself, but now Sandman's back in there. Sandman has the, has the chair, and Cactus Jack doesn't give a fuck. He goes right after him. Punches, not the chair, but the, the trash can, the mango trash can. And that nails Sandman right in the head. But now Cactus Jack has his knuckles all fucked up. He's down on the mat. Sandman's doing a split. And he falls over and lands on Cactus to get a pinfall. Cactus kicks out on two. Any, uh, any word on the uh, WrestleMania shit there? Oh, I didn't look it up. Oh, I thought you said you were going to look it up. No. <laughs> did I say that? Yeah, you did. <laughs> no. I have to grab my phone. I don't like it. Like, I'll look that up. Yeah. And then I took away the match for uh, 30 seconds. <laughs> like I was fucking Garth Algar in Wayne's World. Oh, it's my <laughs> turn. My turn to talk? Okay, I'll do this. <laughs> All right, I'll take a look right now. But no, no. Fuck that. This match is getting good here. It's hardcore. Hardcore. It's hardcore. Hardcore. All right, so we got Cactus taking a beating here from the Sandman. Sandman setting up that mangled fucking trash can. A one trash can. He's going to miss it. It's not set up properly for this ball driver, which is a good thing. Not a bad thing, but a good thing. As DDP would say. Oh, and he does hit it. Holy shit. Cactus Jack, man. And this guy takes a beating. How can he still be so nice? And take all these shots. Maybe he's not nice. <laughs> oh. You can hear him yell. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Sandman went to go hit Cactus Jack with that. 
Oh, what a what a finish. So Sandman went to hit Cactus Jack. Yeah, it was uh, Hulk Hogan, game. Andre the Giant, Macho Man Randy Savage, Ted DiBiase, Bam Bam Bigelow, and the Honky Tonk. Yes, Bam Bam and Honky. That's, that's right. right. Yes, not Yeah, because with like Honky, the musical honky notes good music. would bounce around. Yes. Yep. All right, so to wrap up what happened here with this match is Cactus was about to get hit with the, the mangled trash can by Cactus Jack on the ropes, but they both fell out, and Cactus was able to flip Cactus uh, Sandman onto the floor and then hit his patented from the apron elbow drop and got the three count, and a nice touch with that is that the referee made the three count on the trash can. One, two, three on the trash can. Then after the match, as we're seeing right now, woman came in and went after Cactus with the with the uh, Singapore cane. And then he took it away from her and cornered her. And now Sandman is fucking, he's got, he's got the cane and is fucking brutally beating the fuck out of Cactus Jack. Holy moly. Now, Sandman has gone into his pocket, and he's got his butts. Look at her in that green. Damn. That green looks nice. That might be my favorite so far. Oh, another Ooh. shot. That was stiff. You know, the green's so nice because of how tan her body is. It's just perfect. You know, it's not just us here on the Extreme ECW Livecast on BTT, but BTT is currently booking a territory in 1989 and 1990, currently has woman on there, and she's a big part of the show, and those guys are gushing over her, too, over there. So in 90, and here in 95, woman is fucking killing it. Oh, Mikey Whipwreck comes to save his partner! Mikey Whipwreck just fucking came in and nailed Sandman. Sandman was trying to blind Cactus Jack with his, his cigarette. That's what we like to see, baby. Oh, promo from Sandman. Oh, woman's covered up here. You want insanity versus insanity? I'll take right, you on blow for soon. blow. You want to go mind to mind? You better talk to her. You think Cactus Jack? You I want to go blow for blow with her. With me, mind to mind. I got something scarier for you than looking in the mirror. What's under the leopard? I'm gonna man? turn you into him. I'm gonna turn you into. Him. I'm gonna turn you into him. I was about to say something I shouldn't say about him hitting himself in the head. <laughs> and you knowing me know what I would be saying. Fuck, man. Whacking yourself in the head like that? Yeah, I was thinking the same word. <laughs> Yes, Cactus. Holy shit, he's fucked up. <laughs> All this is mankind in the making. 
history in my life. A soft spot, Sandman, for you, because you are a part of my wrestling history. Five years ago when Cactus Jack was just starting to build the legend, five years ago when Sandman was just starting to exist. And so when I heard with eager ears the tales of the Sandman in ECW, when Kevin Sullivan sent word and said the Sandman is fabulous, I was very proud. And I watched, and deservedly so was I proud, because Sandman, every time you smoked a butt, it brought me pride. Every time you pile drove another hapless opponent, it brought me pride. And every time you smashed a Singapore cane against somebody's skull, it made me proud. Because I knew who you taking your lessons from, you learned very well. Because the Sandman doesn't and still does not care about winning. Just like five years ago, Cactus Jack had not a care in the world. And I hate to see it, but look into my eyes and you can see I'm a changed man. Because I like to win Sandman. I like the ego gratification of the one, two, three. I like to have my hand in the air and I like to sign autographs. And therefore, I've become a weaker man. Because, Sandman, when you chose to cross my path, you chose a living hell! Because you've awoken the sleeping giant, made me ashamed of the man I've become. And I guarantee, and I make you a vow right now, that I'm not going to be that man anymore. Because as of now, Cactus Jack doesn't care! You'll look at the Sandman, and you remember real well. I put the garbage crayon across your head, and you didn't go down. I put it across your head a second time, and not only didn't you go down, but I saw the faint remnant of a smile. And I said the Sandman's playing head games with the master, and he's winning! So, Sandman, you've made my hand a useless weapon. I'm not a doctor, but it's hurt real bad. And now you've taken my psychological warfare out of the game. So I say to you, Sandman, let's let it all hang out. Looks awesome. Where wins don't count, where the numbers one, two, three don't mean a damn thing. To where the only variable that means anything is guts. Because you've got them, Sandman. And once upon a time, I did too. And so I'm going to look deep inside my soul and say, Cactus Jack, if you can't take the Sandman out in the most vicious match in the game, then maybe you better become a full-time daddy and forget about wrestling because ECW ain't for the faint of heart. So Sandman, I'm on my knees. I'm on my knees and I'm asking you for the favor. You meet me in my match. Not false count anywhere because that's far too civil in one, two, three scout. And God knows I don't want them to. But Sandman, Texas death match where the last man standing wins it all. And if you can beat me, Sandman, in a Texas death match, a match made famous by the likes of Cyclone Negro, by the likes of Stan Hansen, by the likes of Captain Redneck Dick Murdoch, and by the likes of my idol, Terry Funk, then Sandman, I'll walk away from this sport.
and I'll walk that. with my head held low. Sign me up. Can't wait for that one. The words cactus jack means something right? in the world of wrestling. But as far as I'm concerned right now, they're words I don't deserve. So Sandman, you take the challenge and you beat Cactus Jack, then away I go to become a full-time husband, a full-time father. And I don't want that. No, Sandman. <laughs> Fuck my family. What I want. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what works. Fuck you, Noel. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Hell of an ending. This what is one of this fuck? might be the best back to back episodes we've covered yet. Totally agree. This is the best two episodes we've watched back to back for sure. Whole, whole lineup, storylines. It's awesome. Totally agree. I hope you guys enjoyed that. That was fucking amazing. Yeah. And that's what we got going in 1995. Just keeps getting better and better. Man. And you you were just asking, does that match happen? The match is going to happen. That match is going to happen. Cactus Jack versus Sandman at Double Tables 1995, which is the February 4th, 1995 show. Now, here's the thing. And we talked, I mentioned this a little bit with Supercard shows, and that was one of our kind of main things over the past two years on this show, is to have Supercard specials. But with Hardcore TV changing their format a little bit with just using that footage as part of their shows, it makes us double think, like, you know, what are we going to do? Are we going to cover that and then see some of the same matches again for three weeks? So we've got to kind of pick and choose. And that match is going to be on that show, which would be the next show. So this is January 31st we just saw. This house show is February 4th. And then from Hardcore TV on February 7th, over the next three weeks, they're going to show matches from that show. But that Cactus Jack Sandman match is just joined in progress highlights. We don't get the full match. So we'll see. I don't know what you think, JV. It's not for discussion now. I don't think you want to make no. a commitment to it now, but that's something for us to think about. You know, maybe we'll put up a poll or something. We'll see. Or it's something we can go back to. We'll think about it, but we are going to have to be selective with what we do with Super Shows because they're going to come hot and heavy because there's a Super Show here, Double Tables, February 4th, 95. You got... Return of the Funker, February 25th, 1995. Then we get Extreme Warfare, March 18th. Three-Way Dance, April 8th. Hostile City Showdown, which is one we definitely got to do because that's like one of their major shows, Hostile City Showdown. That's April 15th. So they got all these shows going on that they're covering partly on ECW Hardcore TV. But we want to see some of these full matches and full shows. So and that's something for us to get into. So we'll talk more, more about that in the weeks to come. And I, I think it'll be more like, JV, just off the top of my head, I think maybe it'll be like a poll thing. Be like, 
which one do you want us to do after a certain point, and then we'll go back and revisit and just watch that. Like, which one did you want to see the most as one show? I don't know. We'll talk about it. Any ideas off the top of your head? What were you thinking? No, I'm too tired to think of that right now. <laughs> All right, that's that's JV. That's JV for you. All right, <laughs> let's be honest. All right, thanks, guys. Um, we're gonna do the wrap up here, so we'll be right back. All right, so what we have coming up on the next Extreme ECW live cast, and and we just kind of talked about it, but we're just gonna at this point say that we're gonna go with. ECW Hardcore TV episodes 94 and 95 from February 7th and February 14th of 1995. So that's what we have coming up in two weeks, guys. And also check out the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin, where we are just covering WrestleMania 18. And also we have Watch Along episode coming up on that. Covering, it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, a nice one. It's Hulk Hogan and The Rock. We got Stone Cold. Against Scott Hall and the Super Stunner that happens there. And then we're also going to watch Ric Flair versus The Undertaker. And one of my favorite WrestleMania moments is Arn Anderson coming out of nowhere hitting a fucking spine buster onto The Undertaker. So, fun shit there on that watch along that we'll have coming up on the Bottom Line Wrestling cast. So, thanks guys as always. BTT Army, loyal listeners out there. Thanks for joining us here on this JV Goon Squad production. Of BTT. I'm Mike Pru. You can follow me at, on Twitter at MPRU83. Follow JV at John Van Damage. Follow us, the Extreme ECW Livecast at ExtremeCast. Thanks for listening. And JV, any final words? No, sir. All right. So, outro music today. We're going to get some Born to Be Wild. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in two weeks for February of 1995. So long.